Today's episode is brought to you by Positively Productive Systems, whose mission is to be the antidote to your stress and to provide compassionate productivity resources and coaching that help you heal and achieve. Be sure to check out both free and paid resources at PositivelyProductive.com resources. Remind yourself that you are prioritizing your well-being. This is not only about being productive and successful and doing the things. It's about who you are as a person. It's about your mental wellness and emotional wellness. Removing toxic people from your life is an act of self-preservation. It's not selfishness. Guilt has no place here, and you are not responsible for their actions or responses when it comes to making these changes to protect yourself. You're listening to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Zarotny, founder of Positively Productive Systems and a coach certified in time and stress management, helping overwhelmed clients make space for what matters. Join me each episode as we explore ways to live a more proactive, productive life with topics and guests that speak to simplifying self-awareness, systems, and so much more. I understand overwhelm personally as a fellow multi-passionate entrepreneur, wife and mom to kids and cats, and former caregiver. I'm here to help you choose what's right for you so you can do less, live more, and breathe easier. Sound good? Let's get to it. Welcome to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa, and today's topic is a spin on a topic I cover repeatedly here, decluttering. I've talked about decluttering in many different ways, which you can find by heading to my podcast page on the website and typing clutter into the search bar. But there's one aspect of it I think is most often overlooked yet essential for our productivity and well-being, and that's removing toxic people from our lives. When you talk about clutter in a closet, it doesn't seem so bad to talk about removing it, tossing it, getting rid of it. Even though I talk about decluttering in different terms, like releasing, it's still essentially about removing. So when you bring people into the mix and all the emotional baggage that comes with relationships, enough to fill many closets, it hits different. Limiting someone's access to you, especially if you are deeply caring and loving, can sound really uncomfortable. And to quote Cher from Clueless, way harsh. I originally touched upon this idea in episode 118 about seven things we do to sabotage our happiness and productivity. It was number six, by the way, spending time with negative people. And I brought it back up again in episode 152 when I talked about the three things you need to spring clean from your life. In that episode, I somewhat jokingly said, if you want me to do an episode about decluttering people, let me know. And you did let me know. So here we are. Even if we strive to be modern day hermits, and I know that's a goal that uh, some of my friends have, I am talking to you, my tech loving, event dodging introverts. People still factor into our lives, whether it's people we live with or people we see online, we're influenced by those around us. And just as messy environments affect our productivity, so too messy relationships and even interactions can. Today, I'm sharing how to recognize toxic influences as well as ways to remove them. We'll go over the impact of toxic people, how it connects to codependency, 
warning signs to watch for, and practical steps to go about this kind of detox so you can make space for both what and who lights you up. Toxic people are those who consistently exhibit negative behavior and undermine your well-being. They may be manipulative, critical, overly demanding, and generally unsupportive. And while they may do these things obviously, and may even be known as a negative person, they may also look like people you know and love, who seem really nice, and who claim to support you. But don't do or say things to back that up. People can pay lip service to wanting what's best for you, but their actions tell you all you need to know. Even if there's someone who seems so nice that they make Mary Poppins look like a thug, if you're not supported by them, or worse yet, sabotaged by them, that means they are toxic to you. And that is ultimately up for you to decide. Before I continue, I want to make it clear that this doesn't mean all negative people are toxic. Sometimes people are negative due to life events. Grief and trauma can change how we interact with the world and with others. Clinical depression doesn't mean someone is toxic. But I do want you to consider how much energy you have available versus how much anyone needs from you, toxic or not. Truly toxic people keep you from positive and productive activities and drain your energy. Have you heard the term energy vampire? You show up and interact with them and instead of feeling energized and upbeat and encouraged, you experience stress and anxiety and maybe even a hit to your self-esteem. You may feel incredibly tired after an interaction, and I'm not talking about the introvert tired after too much peopling. I'm talking about a truly weary feeling of being drained, which is the perfect term to use for the vampire title. One of the emotional traps that keeps us connected to toxic people is codependency, which we talked about in episode 53. I highly encourage you to listen to that conversation with my amazing guest, Mallory Jackson, who also covered living a trauma-informed life in episode 29. These are some foundational episodes that are the top 10 of all episodes. And in episode 53, she helps us understand boundaries, self-love, and codependency and how they connect. Codependency is a focus on other people's problems, feelings, needs, and wants while minimizing or ignoring your own. Codependents see other people as more important than themselves and prioritize taking care of them in order to feel needed, loved, or worthwhile. If you're codependent, you may even see a toxic person as a challenge and find tending to their needs satisfying to you. And toxic people may exploit these tendencies, which perpetuates this negative cycle. And this is what we want to break you free from. In order to identify signs of toxicity in your relationships, you need to ask yourself these questions after you interact with someone. Do I feel emotionally drained or generally exhausted by them specifically? Do I justify their negative or problematic behavior to myself or to others? Do I feel like they disregard my needs and my boundaries? Do I sense jealousy at my accomplishments or maybe even feel the need to downplay what I achieve in front of them? 
Do I feel anxious or on edge in their presence? Do I feel unsafe with them? If you answered yes to any of these questions, it is worth reflecting on your relationship and your interactions with this person, and it might be time to consider a toxic people detox. Also, if safety is an issue, I urge you to seek help as soon as possible. How do you go about detoxing when it's actual people? Well, first, you need to get clear on what's going on. Take time to assess your relationships. Ask the questions I provided. Write them down and journal your thoughts. You may be surprised by your assessment. You may find patterns of toxicity that you didn't even know were there. And you want to make sure to evaluate who the person is that you're considering and what role they have in your life. You'll have choices to make in terms of how much to limit people. And that will be different depending upon whether it's a boss or family member or a fellow parent or coworker or a fellow volunteer. Some detoxing is a little easier than others, but mostly you want to start by being clear and identifying what's going on. The most important step after getting clear on what you need is to set boundaries that protect you. Be clear calm and firm as you communicate your expectations. You need to be certain about what you're doing, what you need, what limits you have to put in place because pushback is common. Toxic people are often inclined to resist your attempts to redefine the relationship and understandably so. Even people who aren't intentionally toxic can be unnerved when you start making changes to the status quo. One of the simplest ways to detox is to find a way to limit contact with those that drain you. When you reduce the time and energy you invest in toxic relationships, especially if they're ones you cannot completely remove, for example, you know, some family member or uh, someone in a job that you need to keep, this may involve minimizing interaction in some way, like emailing instead of meeting whenever possible or finding new routines that keep you from interacting or seeing or overlapping with them. This will also involve creating emotional distance. And this part is something you can truly control. It means detaching yourself from their reactions and ideas. It means reminding yourself that what they think is none of your business. And that's really great life advice for anyone with an opinion about what you're doing, quite frankly. Understand that this is a practice and you may need support. So find friends and coworkers, therapists, coaches, and others in your community that can lift you up as you build these assertive muscles. I've spent many coaching sessions helping my clients reflect on the people in their lives and then shift their approaches and routines to match their needs. And it isn't always easy. This is especially true when you are in a phase of your life or season of your life where you're growing and maybe feeling like you're leaving people behind. But I promise you, when you stay true to who you are and what you need and you honor that and practice it, relief will come. It will get better. Remind yourself that you are prioritizing your well-being. This is not only about being productive and successful and doing the things. It's about who you are as a person. It's about your mental wellness and emotional wellness. 
Removing toxic people from your life is an act of self-preservation. It's not selfishness. Guilt has no place here, and you are not responsible for their actions or responses when it comes to making these changes to protect yourself. Speaking of the support side of things, as you practice protecting your boundaries, right, and honoring yourself, and you want to surround yourself with positive and supportive individuals, this includes focusing on building new connections with those who support you in the way that you need. And I'm immediately thinking about some relationships that I've been in in the past, some romantic relationships where I wasn't being nurtured and loved in the way that I needed to be. And it took courage to break it off. But when I did, I was able to find a new relationship where I got everything I needed and more. In retrospect, it was easy to see that that was a worthwhile detox, if you will. But in the moment, it was very challenging. So the more that you can find that support, the easier it's going to be for you. Although the focus today has been on people and relationships, I want to add that you can experience toxicity in interactions online with those whom you follow. This is especially true with influencers and any mentors you may have. It could even be the case with business coaches. This is where we overlap with the whole idea of comparison and we look to align our values with our surroundings. Your environment matters and the people who are yelling out loud on the interwebs or even whispering in your ear, all of that matters. All of that influences you. So if you follow someone on social media who doesn't represent what you value or seeks to take from you without considering your best interests, if you follow someone who consistently makes you feel less than or makes you question what you know to be true, this might be a toxic situation for you and this may call for a detox. Now, I'm not talking about people who challenge us and make us think. That's amazing. That's making sure that we're not in some kind of echo chamber and that we are experiencing the world and learning and growing. That can be good and you will know the difference because it will be energizing. But if you answered yes to the questions I posed earlier for anyone that you follow online, I encourage you to use the power of unfollow or at least block or limit notifications. When you take these steps that we talked about today and remove toxic individuals from your life, it really is a form of decluttering vital for your productivity and well-being. You free up mental and emotional space to focus on you. This means more clarity, reduced stress, and even a self-confidence boost. You can now use your precious time and energy to focus on what matters to you, like your growth, your goals, and living well. And may I remind you, that includes you. You matter, and you deserve to feel safe and supported. Removing toxic people from your life is a way to honor that need and carve out a path for a more fulfilling and productive life. To close, I want to remind you that this kind of work we do here together, building habits and prioritizing ourselves, simplifying and setting up systems that serve us and our greater goals, it's not easy. And anyone who says it is, I think is trying to sell us something because it's not easy, but it is rewarding.
It's so worth it. And I'm so proud of you for being open to this and for taking these steps, for being here and supporting me too, by the way. I'm so grateful to you for that and for listening and believing and trying. You are supported here and I welcome you to share your experiences with me. I respond to every message that's sent to me and I do so personally. The easiest way to connect with me is to hop over to my connect page on the website, positivelyproductive.com slash connect and leave a message there. And if you'd like to work through this topic or any of the others we chat about here, be sure to book a discovery call with me, which you can do right on the connect page as well. And we'll get together and talk about what it would look like to work together and how I can continue to support you. Thank you for joining me today. Your time is precious and limited, and I'm honored you chose to spend it with me. If you have feedback, questions, or want to schedule a chat, head to positivelyproductive.com slash connect. And if you are looking for any of the resources referenced on the podcast, from books to products to training and more, go to positivelyproductive.com slash resources.